Hey, welcome to Come Queens. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. On this week's episode, Roe versus Wade is under attack, and we learn more about an upcoming Supreme Court decision that could make major changes. I like to rat <laughs> um, That's that's the first and last funny part of our episode. Keep it light, keep it fun. <laughs> now here comes the doom. Oh my god! And I feel like this isn't getting like significant news coverage. coverage. Yeah, John um, Oliver covered it on his latest, but oh. just just for a split second, just in the beginning. Oh, not then, like a whole because usually no, he does not, a one. Yeah, topic, it, was, it whole wasn't episode. a whole thing. Yeah, it's it's not a pleasant. Um, not a pleasant thing. Although I guess nothing has technically happened yet, so maybe that's why True. there's not a, um, yeah, anything about it. But um, on May seventeenth, the Supreme Court agreed to hear a case that is a Mississippi ban on abortions after fifteen weeks, and they haven't like heard a case like this, um, which essentially could In decades since yeah, yeah since since the Casey or the. Um, yeah, Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 1992. But they could, yeah. I mean, they've heard other cases like that and have actually stopped like some of the restrictive laws, but now mm-hmm. the, the court flipped. Yeah, um, we're so now we're at a six to three conservative majority. So that's kind of scary. Amy Coney Barrett. She is, I think, the most terrifying one. She's right. like a devout Catholic and... And yeah, yeah, and she definitely has, but she's never actually decided anything about abortion. She's not very qualified. So we I don't. Mean, anyway. <laughs> we don't have a lot of like. We don't have any evidence of her personal precedent. But yeah, it's it's not looking good. It almost seems like they seem positive that this is going to go through. That this will yeah yeah. So the Mississippi case that the Supreme Court is taking up in. It, sometime in the fall, uh, Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health Organization. Um, so that clinic is the very last clinic in Mississippi. The last one fucking standing. And of course, they're going to the Supreme Court over this. That is really concerning and just really scary. Um, concerns the Mississippi abortion law that was passed in 2018 that... Uh, Bans abortions after 15 weeks with limited exceptions. And we're talking extremely limited exceptions. Like rape is fine. fine. Incest is fine. All good. And this, they even have this fucked up like fucking snitch clause that they added in this where it is a provision that includes individual citizens can sue anyone that they believe may have been involved in helping a pregnant individual violate this ban when it when it goes into effect. So this cannot this cannot be used against pregnant people themselves, but it, it'll be used against Everyone abortion else. providers, activists, anyone. Well, yeah, it could be like if I said, I'll drive my friend who needs mm-hmm. access. Then, Regular citizens. Yeah. Um, and that's like... So scary. I mean, and they pass these laws specifically with the intention of taking it through the courts. They know they're unconstitutional as it as it stands now. And so, like, that's – and all a bunch of states are doing it, but this one is mm-hmm. just – the fact that the Supreme Court agreed to hear it right. is a really bad indication because that means that at least four justices agreed to hear it mm-hmm. and that 
they must believe that they have the five votes. Yes. Um, or else they wouldn't even waste anybody's time. Yeah. Uh, because, but John Roberts has in the past, he's, like he's gone liberal, and he's sided that's with, what they say. yeah, right, quote unquote liberal. <laughs> so there's, I don't know. There's a little hope. I want to say, um, under existing Supreme Court precedent, states may not ban abortions that occur prior to the quote unquote fetal viability, which is 22 weeks. But this would totally overturn that. And also, like, this is 15 weeks, but yeah. once that's overturned, then they're, like, then that's, it, anything goes, basically, at right. that point. It would just be, it would just be, like, states, back to the states. Mm-hmm. And and they and they already have, you told me this, I didn't even know this existed, trigger, trigger bans. Yeah. Which, of course, it's related to guns. Fucking conservatives yeah, they're ready. love their guns. They're ready to pull that fucking trigger. Over 20 states would prohibit abortion outright, and 11 states, including Mississippi, have those trigger bans, which would instantly ban abortion if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And those states include, if you live in one of them, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, um, I don't know what, oh, North Dakota, Missouri, Tennessee, South Dakota, Utah and Mississippi. Those all make sense. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, although I looked at this map, I want to post it in I our show North notes. North Carolina was on there. Um, we're not one that has a trigger law because okay. we have Roy. We have a Democrat governor right now, Roy Cooper, and so basically North Carolina would be on the fence. It's still considered mm. at risk. Like we, I found this cool website that uh, that shows a map of all the states and like everywhere from like expanded abortion access, which states like Hawaii and California have, all the way down to like um, ones who will probably all go illegal if this were to happen. Mm. One of which is is North Carolina, basically, if we didn't have a Democrat governor to veto it or they could override it. Gotcha. Um, then it would happen. But that's like, I mean, they're just like ready. They've been waiting for this exact thing. Yeah. The whole time Trump was in office, he was packing the courts mm-hmm. at the lower level. Even the, the judge who sent this case to the Supreme Court said, I have to deny this because – like the president of Roe versus Wade makes it unconstitutional. However, I hope you overturn it because mm. uh, I don't think it's right. Um, God. Although I and I got to say, like the constitutional law aspect, because I've always wondered, like, where in the Constitution? I mean, obviously they weren't. It was a bunch of men. They weren't like yes. sitting there thinking about abortion access when they um, when they were writing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there really isn't like anything that says in the Constitution uh, anything about it either way. But what they've used is right. is the Fourteenth Amendment and basically saying like it's your right to privacy. Huh. Um, okay. Like that's kind of the basis for the whole the whole thing. Which I gotta say does seem like a little flimsy. Um, it does. But also, if you're using that, like, that definitely seems like the provision where you can tell on people. That's totally invading and going against the 14th Amendment. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it's... I'm no judge, but that's why I'm just <laughs> those, drawn those conclusions right there. Yeah. So, basically, they just decided that abortion, family planning, education, and marriage fall within the realm of personal liberty, which... The government okay. may not enter. And then they, you know, they established the um, undue burden aspect mm-hmm. of it in Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 1992. Um, so basically it said that if a law, a law is automatically invalidated if the perf- 
purpose or effect is to place a substantial obstacle in the path of women seeking an abortion before the fetus attains viability. Um, so at the time, it was because Pennsylvania passed a law that said that you had to get informed consent, parental consent if mm. you were a minor. You had to notify a spouse if you were married. Mm. And um, you had to get information and have like that's when the waiting period started yeah you have to hear the heartbeat you gotta but wait like 24 hours up to 72 hours before they said you it would be a procedure they were like this is all okay with the exception of notifying the spouse so all the other provisions stood after that hmm. but like that's like starting to chip away you right. know to chip away at row um so i think that yeah i think that we're in trouble yeah, I think I think like the most trouble, right? That ever. I mean, remember well like, since Roe? Yeah, definitely. Remember the Bush era when we were like, <laughs> I mean, I was March for Her Lives. Like I was there. Like I was a kid. Yeah. But like we definitely thought, oh, they're gonna overturn Roe v. Wade. I mean, every year you have a conservative, right? Uh, president. That's the fear. But like now, it really seems like we're there because it's all in the yeah because it's all based on the courts and it's all all happened in the. You know, it's, it all happened during the last administration, but yeah. now they just are going to have the time to actually address it. Um, and that's like the, currently, I mean, abortion is already extremely restricted. Like it, mm -hmm. while it is legal in all 50 states, it is not accessible. Right. Um, I mean, one one clinic in Mississippi. Right. The whole fucking state. And then um, – yeah, there's a study that shows that out-of-pocket costs for a first-trimester abortion are catastrophic um, for in all states where, like, based on the median wage. Mm. So, like, um, yeah, because 40% of Americans don't have $400 in savings, which is, like, approximately – I mean, abortions can be up to $1,500. But, um, yeah, and it's already so restricted from – the aspect of like no federal coverage um, will pay for an abortion. Right. So yeah. poor, poor people um, and obviously disproportionately affects women of color. Also, they're, they're more likely to qualify for Medicaid and Medicaid doesn't cover an abortion. Mm -hmm. So people are already just like trying to find transportation, trying to get time off work, you know, child care. Um, because most abortions, are like 59% of people who have had at least one child already. Yeah. So you're talking about people who are already vulnerable, yeah. people who already – if you don't have enough money to to have an abortion, do you, you have enough money to have a child? You sure fucking don't. Right. Like, And I mean, honestly, like – yeah. And the government's not going to If you really want to help conservatives, then why don't you fucking support – women and children universal uh health care universal child care like those are things if you want more babies to be in the world provide those things so people can take care of those babies because you're fucking not it also does seem like after our so declining crazy. birth rate like are they like now I know, we have to like it's like forced reproduction yeah. and i think like we have to use the language forced reproduction because like when you just say pro-choice i feel like it makes it I don't know. It just doesn't seem all that serious. Right. Yeah. Oh, I like choices. I don't know. Like, it's not pro-choice. I'm anti-forced reproduction. Yeah. Because you shouldn't. Yeah. You can't Because make it literally have... is life and death for people. Yeah. I mean, domestic violence situations. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, and, and it's just like, why don't we just trust women to be able to make decisions 
about their on, own bodies. Yeah, that's best for, for them mm. and their families. Oh, and their other children, like, and their existing children. Yeah. Like, wow. I just, I don't get it. In 2021, they, um, 165 state bills have been introduced with abortion bans and restrictions. And, wow. like, it's actually the worst, it's like the worst year on record. Um, it's like the trajectory is to be like, have the most anti um, abortion legislation over a hundred just this year. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not okay. Um, and if this happens, if if Roe is overturned, forty one percent of childbearing age people would see their nearest um, abortion clinic close. They would go from having to drive an average of thirty five miles to two hundred seventy nine. Holy shit. Miles, yeah, I watched this um, HBO documentary a couple of years ago called "Abortion Women" or "Stories Women Tell." I had to look it up because it's been a while since I've seen it, but it was in Missouri, and there's only one um, abortion clinic left. And a lot of people cross state line. Like if you're on the other side of the state, they just go to Illinois because that's closer for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're just like, once you actually watch, I just I think feel like just. Everyone knows somebody who's had an abortion, whether or not mm-hmm. you know about that abortion or right. not. Um, and so once you actually hear what these people are going through, maybe you could understand a little bit more. Like they're just like baby murderers. Right. Yeah. Like that's just the whole the whole line of it constantly. And it's like a lot more complex, you know, in, in what yeah, in what people are going through out there. Um and we could make we could make the world more child friendly. Also, abortions yeah. are already on the decline. Like abortions are are going down, and it's not because in it, like the data doesn't pan out that it's like based on the abortion restrictions. It's because we have access to long term birth control, mm-hmm. and you can have birth control from the Affordable Care Act. Yeah. Um. So it's already getting better. Like you know. I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, if we can reduce the number of abortions through policy, like that's not actually, you know, happening once somebody has become pregnant, mm-hmm. then cool. Right. Early intervention. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. I mean, abortion's not someone's for like people aren't like, I'm going to get pregnant just so I can have an abortion. I mean, that's <laughs> no. like, not nobody <laughs> does that. Um, yeah. So, I mean, six I mean the Texas law. Oh, I know. Fucking six weeks. Abbott. <laughs> six L. And then they showed the picture of them all I know. fucking clapping their hands behind him. It's just a sea of white men. Sea of white men and then like maybe five white women right directly behind him. But like 30 white men behind them. Um, yeah. So he signed the bill that bans abortion the moment fetal heartbeat has been detected. So this is the largest state in the nation to outlaw abortion so early in a pregnancy. Six weeks, and that's it. Most women do not know they're pregnant at five or six weeks, Definitely and that's when not. they finally discover. Also, have we seen? I didn't know Holy I was fuck. pregnant because, like, everyone yep. in these later, you know, like you think, well, I mean, because this, you think, you oh, well, maybe you know by twenty four weeks, which is what the viability standard is. But like, some people legitimately don't know, or something else happens in your life in that in between time, you know. That would make it not suitable for you to be able to have this child. Right. Like. I just realized I misspoke earlier. So the 
provision that I was talking about and the no exception clauses were for this Texas law. Oh, okay. That's what it I... It wasn't for the Mississippi one. The, you the mean where you privately Johnson. sue people? Mm-hmm. You and, can privately sue people under Texas law. Well, that's the tricky thing about this law, too, is that like they can't over... The, typically, they would just overturn it through like the federal court system, which is what happened to the Mississippi one. But right. they can't do it with this one because it's like you can... Can you imagine if someone privately sues you? Insane. I mean, is that what churches are going to start doing? Is like mm. going out here and being like, Nancy Drew, abortion hunters. And then like they're just going to take these people to court. It goes into effect in September. Yeah. And it doesn't even necessarily seem like they can. Like there's not a legit path. I mean, I guess as soon as the first lawsuit happens, then, right. then they'll start battling it out. But there's not like they they've like kind of found a loophole. Yeah, and I bet like those um, not pregnancy pregnancy clinics that are run by um, like Catholic oh. charities. Like I would assume that they would be tattlers. Yeah, like if you go to them first, maybe because they seem inviting and welcoming, and then it's almost like we need those for the opposite. Like we need, do we have that? Like a pregnancy support center where we can be like, because even here, I looked it up today. I'm like, where? Where is the nearest abortion clinic? Mm-hmm. And it's like Charlotte. Yeah, that so makes sense. Two and a half hours away? That's not feasible for someone who doesn't have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's like we should have that on the – we're just going to have to set up like an underground network where we all like – if this really happens. That's yeah. what I – that's instantly what I went to. It, it does get very handmade still very fast. Yeah. I mean there there are these networks. So, I mean you got to think like this is happening already. Right. Like, there's there's underground well, doulas there, and midwives that are – And you can order abortion pills on the internet. Right. Um, yeah. Which that is a cool – that changed I during COVID. Yeah. It's, there was this uh, article by S.H. Ross that I read for Salty Magazine. So she had an at-home abortion during the pandemic. Obviously, this is privileged. This is, you know, a lot of people don't have access to this. She was able to get a Zoom call with her, like, primary care doctor. She contacted a clinic at five weeks pregnant. Um, they sent her a whole kit, kind of looked like an influencer Instagram box. Oh, so it was, like, pretty? Yeah. Uh, it was like it, you know, like nondescript. Yeah. Um, came right to her door. It had the two, the pregnancy, um, the abortion pills, which is actually two pills, mifepristone. Is that how you say it? And misoprostol. <laughs> came with pads. Came with a lollipop. It was like a two-day process. Mm-hmm. But like reading her, her actual like uh, what she went through is like intense. Like you think, oh, an abortion pill, you take it. You bleed a little, you're good. But no, this was like, she said that she wasn't good until like a month later. Intense diarrhea, projectile vomiting, which is like a, um, it can happen with taking the pill. Um, Bleeding, lemon-sized blood clots. Like having an abortion is real work. Like it's intense. Also, like I feel like I would want, to be under the like it would just make me feel safer if you if were. I'm like bleeding profusely to like have someone like monitoring me like how would I know like now I'm not okay right kind of deal and they already did that they've already in these states that have 
um, these really restrictive laws, they mm-hmm. have arrested women for like ordering their, I mean, it sounds like this person got it through a medical provider because they changed it for COVID where you could get a prescription, a telemedicine prescription. Yeah. But um, the people who just order them online, they've arrested them in states like Georgia, like when they go to the hospital after it's like going awry. Oh, and then shit. Yeah, and they will say, like, they'll arrest them on, like, bogus things, too. Like, oh, you're practicing medicine without a license or something like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Um, I just, and I just, I, I just don't under, I, it's so hard for me to understand. I know people who, like, really legitimately believe that abortion's not okay. And I don't even think they, they don't frame it in any kind of way that would ever make them think that they're, like, they don't think they're harming women. I mean, the people who think this way, you know? Right. But I, like, what would be the purpose of this besides just to completely control us? And then what's next? Like, it's a very slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Because this, because then they can start to go after things like contraception. Like, there are already extreme Christians who think that uh, IUDs are are causing abortion. Mm-hmm. So you overturn this, now all of a sudden, oh, this contraception's illegal. And then, like... At what point are we just literally going to be, you know, forced out? I mean, it's already happening. Yeah, I really don't. I cannot wrap my head around this stance at all because it's like this is the platform of the conservative Christians. Yeah. And they're all about limited, limited government. government. Get off. I yeah. Don't, and ha- don't how tread do, on me. How do these things right, We should make a don't tread on me with, but with uterus, with a uterus. Okay. Yeah, I, I could, see it. And then we'll just make I it look it so much. It has to. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Google it, but then we should just fly it. We need a pickup around. truck. Yes, we do. And then we can fly it around town. It would be nice for like the second glances, you know, like mm-hmm. I would want it to be look so close that, yeah, because you could see the snake could t- get yeah. those fallopian tubes mm-hmm. involved. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but like these people have made it such a, I mean, there's no way you can pull out the religious aspects to any of no. this, too. Like, that's such a big part of it. Yeah, I mean, Abbott, he he quoted, like, our Lord and Creator made this miracle of life possible, and that's why I'm so glad to enact this bill. Like, there's no separation of church and state here. Right, and there and there's actually, like, and I feel like what's happening right now is that the the religion the Christ, the christians are becoming the minority the extreme christians mm-hmm. and now They're they've scared. decided that they need to legislate what everybody else who doesn't believe what they believe does like as a result of that and um it's just very alarming yeah in on may 25th in lebanon ohio the city council banned abortion like they're also doing it in local local governments and this 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 town doesn't even have a fucking abortion clinic like there's no plans to build one like they're just like and they're calling themselves a sanctuary city for the unborn so then they're fucking co-opting the language that we use around immigration Mm -hmm. um to do that so uh, what is a city full of ghosts? What do you mean a sanct for the a sanctuary city for the unborn? That's fucking idiotic. Yeah, yeah, and I baby ghosts in Lebanon, baby, baby ghosts, um, and like Joe Biden is not our friend. No, even though of course he ran on, I'm protecting women's health, like. 
let's see him actually do something. Right. Like he hasn't said a fucking word Mm -hmm. about this. First of all, he's he actually. But he does love women. He touches them a lot. So you would think he'd be on our side. Um, He said that uh, or he actually became a senator like a a couple months after Roe versus Wade passed. Like his Mm. so his career and he was against abortion originally. Then he was for the Hyde Amendment and everybody. So the Hyde Amendment is the the legislation that it gets attached to all federal funding that restricts any federal funds going to anything related to abortions. And he was still against, or he was still for the Hyde amendment until 2020 during the election when basically he just got pushed so far um, that it like, he had to change his position politically, but he, in his entire time in office, he has never used the word abortion and there is a a website that I found called Did Biden Say Abortion Yet dot org, <laughs> and they have a like a a timer like a count a count That's clock funny, that yeah. says it, and then they go into all the like they also show all the times that he didn't say it. Like all he'll say is women's health, mm-hmm. women's health, and like that's not naming it. Right. Yeah. And also like, I just feel like when people say women's health, that's like. I don't know, like that just you're you're always talking about, um, you know, it's like when people say it's urban or whatever, like you're just like just fucking say you're talking about our uteruses. Uteruses, yeah, exactly. Like, which is not our reproductive health. Which is not, yeah, that's not our health. Yeah. Like our health is our just our whole person health. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what are we talking about? Mammograms here, Biden? No. Yeah, like no, you're not. T- yeah, no one's trying to make mammograms illegal. So and even Jen Psaki, like the press secretary, will not say they like they have like a policy Mm. and Kamala Harris used to like be all she has not brought it up since Mm -hmm. then. I mean, so are they doing this whole like play the play the middle? Yes. Type thing. But it doesn't work. It's not working. You have a very small extremist group. It's like 25 percent of people who want to ban abortions in all circumstances. That's not, you know, most most people don't want this to go away. Right. Um, so it's it's kind of crazy that like they are. Well, and it, but that just I mean, that shows like they're small, but they're they're loud. Extremely and they're, vocal. They're nar- yeah. Their narrative is powerful and they use language like we're just doing what the people and the populace want us to do. So they just flat out lie and and make us think that they are the majority i think that we could take a couple of tips out of their book though like because if we could get the same you know we need to have the same kind of response um in order to protect it and i think like it's something that is so private for so many people that Mm -hmm. that's why it yeah it's not talked about it's a stigma yeah and i mean like down the line I mean, they could charge people for miscarriage. Like, you could potentially be charged if you yeah. have a miscarriage. And they always say, but if you talk, I've, I mean, I've gotten in depth conversations with people about this. And they, oh, and I say, are you going to arrest women who have abortions? Is that your end, like, goal? Mm-hmm. And they're always like, no, 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 never that. Like, we're going to just, you know, like, arrest the abortion providers or in, you know, like this law, the people well, then, who aid and abet them. Right. But then when you arrest all the legit, like, medical providers, then you have average citizens right. performing abortions. Are you going to arrest them? Yes, you are. Right. Um, and so I think, but I think our action's going to have to happen 
more at the state level than anything mm-hmm. um, because that's like basically it all just go back to the states and even they talked about making federal legislation like that's what Ruth Bader Ginsburg said but like honestly this one article I was reading was saying like this is a little bit Ruth Bader Ginsburg's fault because if she had just retired dude I was thinking that whole thing when I was doing this research I was like we love we White women love Ruth, right? And like she's she's our fucking hero. But yo, just fucking retire. You had like so early, like in, during Obama's. Yeah, you had eight years to retire. Oh Why do you? Why she was already very sick at that point. Just go. Like you were just. Did you just think you were the best Supreme Court justice, the best whitest, ladyest? I do blame white Ruth. liberal. I really do. I know. I th- really think it is her fault. Not to speak ill of the fucking dead, but bro, like yeah. we could have, we could add another person. I mean, we got to get limits on the Supreme Court too. Like, oh my <laughs> yes. god. I mean, we still got fucking for Clarence sure. Thomas in there. He's all about the. I mean, god, yeah, been yeah. there for a while. And yeah, and then it, it would just make more sense. I mean, I I guess they can't make anybody step down when they're in office. But I wonder if Obama was ever like, uh, yo, like. Have you considered this, Ruth? Mad respect. Yeah, I don't know. uh, Maybe it's time to go. (laughs) You know, but the two, um, the two acts of legislation at the federal level that, if you wanted to speak to your Congress people about, (laughs) would be the Women's Health Protection Act, which was introduced in 2013 and every year since, um, that gives the right for providers um, to provide abortion services free of medically unnecessary restrictions and bans. So, but the thing is that even if federal legislation were passed, um, like with the Voting Rights Act, the Supreme Court overturned that and said like that basically the federal government can't like control states in that mm-hmm. manner. But they could at least pass it symbolically and right. then wait for it to get overturned. Um and then there's also each, which is equal, uh, women's equal access to abortion coverage and health insurance, which would repeal the Hyde Amendment and also make it so that private insurers can't um, restrict abortion care. Um, yeah. Oh, and IVF is going to be on the table, too. Maybe oh. that's something that like could be a line of um, – I asked, I asked somebody close to me who is very – pro-life about IVF specifically Mm -hmm. I was like well what's your stance on that if you don't um and they were like I never thought about it before so I but Hmm. um that would be that would be on the table too as something that could go away because those are um no they're embryo I mean they're fertilized embryos that they just yeah have frozen and people like some yeah some people adopt them Adopt mm-hmm. the embryo, and they call them snowflake babies. I just learned that. <laughs> I learned that when I was researching this. I was like, which I think is funny, just because of the other meaning of snowflake. Um, and then they have them impregnated, and then they're yeah. born. Yes. Okay. So they were like, so. This is an adopted embryo. Right. So, okay. like, if I were going to go through IVF, I would you know, they would take however many, a a decent amount of my eggs. Right. And then let's say I got pregnant. I'm not going to. Oh, and you still. Oh, and I'm not going to keep the rest of the eggs. Yeah. Because I already had the one baby I wanted or however many I wanted. Like they, it takes a lot of eggs to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So, but then they freeze them. And maybe if the birth rate declines, we'll just have all the the snowflake babies. All the frozen eggs. They'll just be all these like, Yeah. 
genetically engineered babies that they're going to have to make <laughs> to keep us going. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like I just it, I just don't understand. It's just always baffled me why right. it's such a politically yeah. potent issue. Mm-hmm. It's so wildly um, like a part of every single like I always just think like what if people voted without this issue in mind? Like mm-hmm. I just wish, you know. The people who fought for this would never have thought that in 2021 we would even be fucking bothering to have, like, that this would be such a non-issue by this point in time. Right. Um, You know, that, like, it wouldn't even have to be a discussion. But yet, here here we go. Um, And it doesn't help when we don't have a president who even wants to acknowledge that it's a problem. You can't even say the word. <laughs> you can't even say it. Yeah, I don't... I don't have much hope for Biden on this front. I mean, or really, I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't have a lot of hope for him on a lot of fronts. Although, yeah. I do think he, yeah, that's a, that's I do true. think he is influenceable. That's one thing that I feel like I've learned about, like his position on Israel has shifted somewhat. Has it? Yeah, like basically, he's, he's like buddy buddy with Netanyahu he called Netanyahu and said like basically like there's too much pressure on me he wasn't saying I think you're wrong but he was like there's too much pressure on me like my party even Mm -hmm. moderate Democrats are saying like you got to stop and so he can I think he can be pushed well I mean and he can I mean he reversed his position on the Hyde Amendment from public pressure so I think that there is a point um, because I think his whole thing is he he is like a He's the middleman. He's a diplomat. He's reasonable, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he's... Yeah, but I think he will go with, like, what is politically um, expedient, Mm -hmm. which... So I think with, like, enough pressure, we could be like, you know, why aren't... Why isn't he calling for federal legislation? He should be. Right. Publicly. Um, And, you know, I... And I... And we should all be seeing, I think going to our state level like you when we post we'll post this in the comments or in the show notes um but you can check your state and then look at the status of it because if you're in a state where um abortion would likely it's likely to become illegal in 22 states Mm -hmm. so you know there's almost a 50 50 shot that you're in one of those states um i think we just need to remember like that if you are pro-choice, you are the majority. Like, don't let this narrative, these loud clowns, conservative right. Christian clowns, fool you. Like, they seem, they are powerful. They're backed by lobbyists. Like, there's, they have influence and they're loud, but they're not the majority you are. And, and I think we have to get comfortable talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Also. And also, like, the abortion narrative that we have right now, like... Juno, it's white teens. Like, that's the main abortion narrative that is shared by the media. And that is not reality. Yeah, I feel like... So I think that isolates a lot of women who are, who need these resources and need uh, access to this. And I, oh, I just can't imagine, like, being forced to have a baby that you... Cannot physically take care of. Yeah, can't have. Yeah, um... And then what happens? I mean, talk about life. Like, what? Don't you care about the life of that child? Yeah, I really don't understand this position at all. (laughs) It's yeah, it's very confusing to to me me. because, like, it seems like a mother, like a mother, would honestly know what's best. Mm -hmm. 
And like sometimes what's best is to not bring you into a situation that's fucked up for whatever reason or that like you're not able to take care of if they know they're not going to be able to take care of them like I think that's actually like a really like loving and caring position to take personally um and also let's value the life of the person with the the uterus yeah what's that they are the one living like right they're out here just trying to make it in this world um yeah so I I think we all like we gotta rile we gotta rile the troops. I think I'm gonna mm-hmm. you know I always have certain things that I'll like make sure I throw into conversation more in the public and like I'm definitely gonna bring this up because I don't think that people I really don't think that there's like enough awareness around it and we better get ready because like within the next year this is probably I mean yeah fall I mean is when potential well I mean that they'll decide it sometime in the next court calendar but they could hear it as early as the fall. Um, in which case, yeah, we're going to have to get to work. Also, like, I, I mean, I know that there are places that help drive people, but I mean, I really think we're all going to have to get on board about like helping people who need, Mm -hmm. who need access. Um, and hopefully we'll at least be able to continue to have the, you know, the at home, um, pill prescription because that's how hopefully that doesn't I think 40 percent of abortions are done with just not are not surgical that's amazing yeah Yeah. so I mean that seems like the path of least resistance and you can do the abortion pill up to 11 weeks of your pregnancy but the thing and and when they have these um you know like that's the rub of the whole thing is like the people who are most likely to wait like a big reason to wait isn't only not knowing you're pregnant it's mm-hmm. because you have to save up, save the, up money, the money figure yeah figure, figure out your the, schedule, the logistics like all of that mm-hmm. like you have to do all of that work which is a tremendous amount of work um when you're just struggling to make it through every day so like i just don't know i mean we should if we made access to abortion better then we would be able to have faster abortions and you know at the at the earliest possible time i think people as soon as people decide they're trying they're you know they're trying to do you know get on it and do it but it's just a matter of how long it ends up taking them so yeah if you could just if you if there were i mean i just don't understand why you're just like primary care doctor i know can't i mean they do that is crazy yeah minor they're like oh yeah we don't we don't do abortions. Yeah, it's like they know how to. I'm sure that they have the skills and the tools to do them. But it's well, it's such a risk. And thing. why can't they just carry the pill? Right, the abortion pill. It's only two two pills. Right. Yeah. So anyway, well, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, <laughs> but um, stay on top of it. Stay let's, on it. Let's and we'll try fucking, to. Yeah, we'll stay on top of it too. If you're if you're listening, we'll keep. <laughs> keep you posted um and we will see you next week Bye.